Welcome to the Pursuit of Happy Eyes Podcast. This is my mom and dad. We're your hosts. I'm Brandon. And I'm Lee. We're so glad to have you join us as we unlock the secrets to obtaining success and happiness by making radical shifts in our daily lives. We're definitely not experts, but we've had experiences that are worth sharing, all by simply changing our perspective. We look forward to having you along this journey. We hope to inspire you through our own evolutionary growth. We also hope you find some value in our time together. Feel free to follow our journey by sharing and subscribing to the podcast. Enjoy the show. Did you know, according to the CDC, the U.S. suicide rate for children under the age of 15 has quadrupled since 1950? The suicide rate for people between ages 15 and 24 has more than doubled. Many people may blame the the economy for or natural or national events, but ironically, the suicide rate in adolescents were far or far lower during the Great Depression or any of the major wars. There's a questionnaire called the Internal External Locus of Control Scale that was developed that was developed in the late 1950s by Julian Rodder. It measures your sense of control. Essentially, it determines whether you think you have self-control over your life or do you believe that everything that happens to you is out of your control. You can look this study up too. In 2002, this this study showed that the average young person between the ages of 9 and 14 landed more on the external end of the scale than 80% of the young people in the 1960s. The rise in this belief that external circumstances determine your fate correlates with the rise in depression and anxiety in adolescence. Could it be that these feelings of of helplessness, lack of control are to blame? How would these numbers change if young people learned that they hold power within themselves? When I was in public school in the sixth grade, I had a friend that was really sad all the time. Once, she showed me her scars on her wrist from cutting herself. If I could go back and talk to her again, I would tell her that she's powerful and strong, that we have all it takes to change our lives. Our power is limitless, we are worthy, we are amazing, and we are enough. This summary was cited from the book Free to Learn by Peter Gray. Hey, gang, welcome back. This is the Pursuit of Happy Us podcast. We are Brandon and Lee Freeman. Hi, everyone. Um, we are in the middle of our homeschool series. If you're just now joining us, feel free to check back with uh, our previous episode in regards to homeschooling. Um, and if you are not a parent and schooling uh, your child, feel free to tune in anyway. I feel like this episode will be of benefit to um to just about anybody so yes hopefully you guys find some value in what we're going to talk about today so let's just go ahead and get started so babe we're gonna start out with going back you know when we were younger okay so growing up what were some things that you felt you absolutely needed or that you thought were important to you so like um, middle school age, high school age. Middle school age, high school age. Uh, felt like I needed, I needed my friend group. Obviously, the the people I hung around with back at that time in my life. Um, definitely felt attached to that group of friends. Um, I needed, 
Um, I needed to stay fresh. Um, when I talk about <laughs> fresh, I talk about my 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 clothes and my shoes. You know, I was uh, I was real big on um, you know name brands and stuff like that at that point in my life. So um, definitely uh, being able to to have the finest clothes and i was even rocking you know big uh earrings at that time and all kind of stuff man so (laughs) so yeah those (laughs) things were definitely i felt like a part of what made me me um so to have to imagine um going through that time period without those things um i just can't picture it i just can't (laughs) picture it oh my gosh it's crazy because um we've been together so long that i remember that like you having four earrings (laughs) (laughs) earrings <laughs> <laughs> right and you were so big on your shoes oh yeah I still, yeah i still have i still have a little bit of that in me but definitely nowhere near what it was back then <laughs> yeah so with me growing up thinking back on middle school days and high school days i was really boy crazy so i always felt like i needed to be liked like to be pursued and to be, I guess, going out with someone um, to be to be fitting in, basically to have friends. So those were um, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're adults, right? Like, you know, it's funny because we we tell our kids these things like, "Don't worry about fitting in" and things like that. Right now, yes, you should stand out. Don't be afraid to yes, be different. This is what we tell our kids. Yes. But, yeah, you know? but we, we, we weren't taking our own advice back at that point. So. Well, we didn't know we were kids, so. Yeah. But, I mean, if you look at society now, there's just so much social pressure. Like, just uh, particularly in our country. I mean, I haven't lived outside of the U.S., but I just feel like we are so big on beauty, right? Our looks, our yep. external looks. Yeah. Um, the type of houses that we live in and the yep. cars that we drive. Yep, I mean. The job. You know, with the social media and everything and how big it's gotten in these generations now, um, Mm -hmm. it's like the, I won't say it's the look at me era, but, you know, to a degree. I mean, when you're doing things for likes on social media, then basically you're saying, hey, look at me, you know. Um, not to say that everyone who uses social media is is you know doing it for that reason, but um, there are some out there who who live for those likes. Right, like standards, like keeping up with the Joneses, right? Right. Yeah, and like we as adults, we struggle paycheck to paycheck, putting in these endless hours of work just to finance the things that we feel we need to be successful or to be happy, and it's just. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that, that's real. That's real. I mean, we 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 go to these jobs that we don't like, or you know, some of us do like our jobs. You know, more power to those of you out there. Um, but yes, we're we're constantly on this hamster wheel, trying to you know keep up. keep up with all of these expenses for these things that we have told ourselves are absolute necessities and non-negotiables in our life. When in actuality. Um, some of those things could actually stand to be negotiated so right. that you could maybe free up some of your time. And it's crazy because um, like even speaking to people who are financially successful, right, according to society, um, they're, I mean, they struggle with the same things that we struggle with not having, you know, a lot of money, um, just questioning our purpose and 
what we're meant to do and, you know, what truly makes us happy. So, um, I mean, that just leads us into the talk for today. Um, so on social media lately, I've been making posts about stress and anxiety and depression amongst young people and just being an advocate for homeschooling and for children, period. I just felt like we needed to do an episode on the very topic of self-validation and self-love because we just laughed about it, right? The things that we feel like we needed, but in rea- in actuality, like these are real things that people feel like yep. they feel like they need these things to feel whole, yep. right? So in teaching our own kids and homeschooling, we um, feel like self-validation and self-love is such a vital skill that we need to teach our kids so that they can just begin living their lives um, to the fullness um, according to the purpose that they were intended to have here on this earth. So just starting out with self-validation, we can look up the definition and I did this and it says that the word validate means to be able to demonstrate or support the truth of something. It's to check the accuracy of something. So the word um, validation in reference to your personal development or in relationships, it's um, or in kids, it's when the child knows what feels right to them and then their actions are in accordance to what they know, to their inner knowing of themselves. So if you think about the social issues that we have here around us today, to be honest, I mean, I I believe it can be traced back to the home. I'd have to agree. Right. So like just my experience from being in the classroom, being around kids all the time, um, and even with our oldest who's been in, in, in the public school system the longest, we saw the anxiety that they that she felt, right? And then like my students, I work from with students from kindergarten to fifth grade. Um, I teach gifted education. So I'm able to be in different classrooms and work with kids of all ages. And they all feel the pressures of school, of performing well. And with the standardized tests, they just... They're they're nervous. I've seen kids throw up oh, before man. testing. It's it's just terrible. Right. But anyways, like with the um the topic of anxiety and depression, it's not only with standardized testing or performing well in school, it's with other things too that we aren't aware of. So in order to help make changes, we have to start with ourselves and with our family. Because if you think about it, to help with that that issue, that, that um, condition, um, not condition, but the, the problem that we have with society, with anxiety and depression, you really have to think about what are we doing? How can we help prevent that? Right. Because even though... Um, the number is great in adults. It really, I mean, it doesn't, sh- it shows up in adulthood, but it starts when they're young. Yeah. Right. So if you really think about it and we want to teach our kids how to develop self-validation skills and self-love so they can not fall into dep- depression or feel sad or that they're not worthy, we need to be able to have them with us 
But if we're sending them off to school, how can we really teach them these skills? Right. I mean, because you have them for how I mean for however long, you know, when they get home from school mm-hmm. to the time maybe when you get home from work and you all are actually together. Um, and man, what is that? Probably that's for let's just say four, five, six, seven, eight, maybe like five hours of that time um throughout that day is time that they had to actually spend with you where you could actually um be uh implanting into them and and building up uh certain uh thought processes that will will help them to lead a a healthier life or to have more positive thoughts or to have more self-love for themselves but man we got to send them out to school for for an additional eight to ten hours right every day Well, you said four but most of the time they're not getting home um until later than that if you're thinking about parents who have to work in you know, they're sitting in traffic yeah. Yeah, because a lot of the kids at my school, they ride buses to after school programs and they're there until six. Uh, and then not to count in like two hours of homework. You know, so when do you really have time to connect with your kids to teach them these vital skills that I, I know that, you know, that we need to teach them. Right. Because right. I mean, we were there like we know the things that we need to do, but it's so hard. It's so challenging to do the things that we feel like we need to do because we're stuck, right, in these systems that um, keep us from um, just teaching our kids the way we want to teach them. Right. And even when you do have the time to teach them the way that you would like or to talk to them about the things that are important and to build that up in them, you got to worry about that being undone, over the course of the time right. when they're being impacted because, and influenced by their social circles or at school. by their teachers at school right. and, and the, all that. The values that um, you don't think about the values and the lessons that are being instilled in them when they're not with you. Right. So the t- like Brandon said, even even if you feel like you are teaching them the right things that you want to teach them, you're actually trying to undo, like he said, what they've already heard. Right. In Kids are so, um, what's the word, impressionable? Yes, especially in those um, formative years from like birth to age seven or eight. Yes, they they trust so easily and they believe so easily. So it's like we have to be careful who we are allowing to speak into their lives, right? So um, you think about being an adult right now, like because we went through the public school system and we're just now in our 30s realizing a lot of these truths. How I mean, how do how difficult would you say it is to make these mental shifts? Like <laughs> <laughs> man, I mean, they say it takes like 21 days or something like that to create a new habit. Um and even with that, like to have the discipline to to go that length of time to be able to uh create these changes and these shifts in um our paradigm and the way we view things. It's, it is very challenging because even when we we know that, uh, like we we have an idea of how we want to go about making that change, it's our default responses that sometimes continue to to take the lead yeah. on certain things. And so, even when you're striving to make a change, just the way that you've been programmed over such a long period of time, you respond just without even thinking sometimes, you know, it's just your default response. And so sometimes it goes against what we're uh, striving towards. Right. Because that's a challenge. 
we just do what we're so used to doing. Like the fight is so hard. Yeah. Thought work is so difficult. That's why it's our intentional. Goal, yeah, our goal is to bring it to your attention so that we can start freeing our kids okay. as early as possible so they don't have to go through having to unlearn everything that they've been taught right they don't agree with right right i mean it all goes back to awareness man i mean you got to be aware of uh the things that we're doing and and then asking ourselves the the questions the 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 valuable insightful questions of why like why do i do it this way and if i feel inside that like man something's quite is not quite right with that you know but i ignore it it's like why why do we keep ignoring that when we know that Something's not right. We should look into it. Because it takes too much work, like you said. It does. It, it, it does. It really does. <laughs> well, um, so, you know, I've, I've been getting a lot of messages. And one person said to me that he doesn't feel like there's anything that we can do that would make a big difference. That would it wouldn't matter. And it really breaks my heart because I feel <sighs> like how many people out there feel like that, right? We right. just allow the world to go on the way it is and feel like, you know, whatever we do or say is not going to make a difference. And um, in his defense, he's probably talking about like change on a larger scale, right? which of course that's hard to see. Like, how can you, uh, you know, these things that I want to fix about the public school system, it feels like almost impossible because it's so big, right? right? It's been around for so long. Um, so, like I'm, I'm just thinking about his comment, and I'm thinking like he's probably not real thinking about the things that we do daily that goes against what, what we want. So we say we want to teach our kids self love and self validation, but then we send them to school. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I know like it takes it's it's a mind shift, right, for you to really understand where I'm coming from because. And it's not your fault because we were there. We were blind to the same things because it's been so ingrained in, in, ingrained in us. So right. we're socially conditioned to believe like, hey, that's normal. It's what we're supposed to do. So what are you talking about public school? <laughs> so we send them off to public school, which um, I often refer to as forced schooling, compulsory schooling, which means like you're, it's a system um, that's there formed by the government and you send them off. Like you tell them, this is, this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go to school. You're supposed to fit in. You're supposed to get good grades. You're supposed to go to college. You're supposed to get a job that pays well. Right. right. And it sounds all good to us. It really does. Like what's wrong with that? Why can't I teach my kids to do well and go to college to get a well-paying job? But the problem is we've been doing that for so long, but how many of us went through that process and still end up not knowing who we are, right. unhappy, and still seeking what our purpose is here, right? Yep. We fall into uh, situations that are not healthy for us, right? Sometimes we fall into depression because of what we've gone through. Mm -hmm. So um, starting with our kids, right now, they children, they seek outside validation instead of trusting and loving who they are on the inside. And I think that most parents agree that, you know, um, that we need to teach our kids self-love and self-validation and that they are enough. But then at the same time, we put them in environments that 
don't allow those skills to develop. Mm, mm, mm. We don't. Like, if you think about public schools, like we said already, they're there eight to 10 hours or away from you for eight to 10 hours. And they're in this system that validates them according to their performance. So they're validated by grades and test scores. They're validated by honorable mentions like student of the week and um, star student or principal's list. And um, they're validated by popularity. So we were talking about like, how many friends do you have? Uh, Do you have a boyfriend yet? Do you have a girlfriend? Um, Are you sitting by yourself? They're validated by, um, what did we say? Video games. Like if they're playing, like, Think about Fortnite. Oh, my gosh. The trend and the rage about Fortnite. Like, all of my kids in school were talking about Fortnite. Right. Um, all of my students were doing the same dances, the, singing the same songs. Like, yep. it's so much pressure to fit in in school. And so they end up attaching themselves to these sources of validation instead of just being true to who they are. They don't even know why they like Fortnite. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, you know, some of them. Yeah. Video games are what they are. You know, it it uh, engages your illusory, you know, your your eyes and the, your mm-hmm. sounds. And, that's, you know, it's pretty much uh, engaging every aspect of uh, your sensory, how you uh, see the and, and operate in the world. Um, so but but yes, like those video games, those th- these kids, they, they don't even some of them, especially the younger ones. It's like they don't even know what that with those games, what that whole mission is but about. It's so cool. It is. It's, right. It's because that's what they feel. That's what everybody, everybody, <laughs> they, they keep hearing it everywhere they go. All of the kids are saying, oh, do you know how to play? So you they haven't go played home, yet. Yep. They go home and they ask their parents for it. And as parents, because we love our kids so much, we end up giving them what they want, right? Out of love, really. I mean, because my parents, you know, they did the best they they could. They provided what they could and they bought me what, what they could afford um, because they loved me. And because we live in such a cruel society with bullying becoming such a major problem, as parents, we're just doing the best we can to help them fit in so that they don't stand out. Right. I mean, right? you hear about these, you hear about those kids taking their lives over bullying and all of those it's type of so things. Sad. And they, I mean, they, they feel afraid to speak up on it. And so you just never know what your kids are going, going through until sometimes it's too late. And so sometimes, like you said, as parents, you feel almost like you, like you need to do these things to, you know, to help, just them. help them to have a healthier, uh, I guess, like we're talking about to, to have, to the be confidence. validated and to right. have confidence. But it's like the wrong in our opinion, I feel approach. like it's the wrong approach to teaching them confidence, right? Because what happens is they grow up and they don't have those things, right? Right. So what are they going to use to validate themselves? They end up um, being in bad relationships or um, just being in debt and financial debt, trying to fulfill that void that they feel inside of them because it's it's been con- ingrained in them for so long that they needed to have something or have these things to validate themselves. Yeah. So, and it's not, like I said, we, we were there. So we just simply did not know. So our goal, like we said with this podcast is to bring it to your attention, a different perspective so that we can start helping our kids to free themselves and to develop um, 
real love for themselves, right? Yeah. So, um, can you imagine like a kid who is so self who is so confident that they enter adulthood knowing who they are and what their purpose to do? Mm. Right? Yes. Like imagine the impact of what they know and their confidence and their passions and their interests. Imagine the impact that they have on their own lives and the lives around them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just children who attend public schools, they're limited in their ability in their ability to develop this because the system, if you research the history of the public school system, it was created to produce standardized workers, right? So the dreams and the passions that our kids are born with, they're pushed away. They're buried beneath what the government thinks that we should be teaching them. Mm, Yeah. Right. So they're essentially having to follow the same path that everyone else is following instead of trusting themselves and what they love to do and what I guess makes them feel alive. Um, but what about trusting in what they're gifted in? So what about their talents and their passions that drive them? They can't fully function in their purpose if we continue to force them down these paths, right? That's the school has set up for them. Yeah. So anyway, so hopefully... <laughs> I feel like we've said a lot, but hopefully uh, we've brought a new perspective on self-validation and teaching your kids to be confident in who they are so that they can begin to live and thrive in their fullness, that they can believe that they are worthy, that they're enough and that they're amazing and they have more power and control than they realize. Absolutely. Did you want to add anything? Absolutely. I mean, I feel like that's why, um, you know, meditation practices, um, things like that help, I mean, adults down to to children, um, just and helping them to be able to quiet their mind, to be able to go inside, to do some introspection, um, to learn about themselves, to learn how to overcome challenges, to be okay with being alone. You know, a lot of people today have a hard time being by themselves. Um, yeah. So I think teaching our kids this early on, um, how to be okay with being by yourself, um, how to, how to, you know, be alone with those thoughts that you have in your, in your head. I mean, cause we all have them. It's just what, which ones we're listening to. I mean, cause some, we have the good ones and we have the bad ones. I mean, that's just the nature of our human existence. And so it's focusing on the good. So teaching our kids to be able to do self-reflective thinking and 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 go inside there's a whole world inside of us that you know if we can just tap into that we can manifest in the material world all of the beautiful things that the creator has you know ingrained within us and we all have different gifts and different um different things that we are going to be able to 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 produce and to to bring out into the world for the benefit of everybody so Yes, that's good because if they're able to spend that time um, with self-reflection and developing introspection within themselves, then they can find and develop, you know, the passions and that that they have inside. They can they can find that power that they have to just go strongly in the direction that they feel is right for themselves instead yep. of um, seeking outside sources to validate or confirm their worth yeah basically yeah. um i did 
So we're going to give you some some ways to help them with that. Brandon already mentioned like just spending time alone, um, possibly teaching them how to uh, meditate and just have quiet time, um, how to, I guess, affirm themselves yep. through affirmations and yep. saying how beautiful they are and how I strong. I am powerful. I am strong. Yes, things I, like that. I'm built for this, you know. Um, teaching them how to look at the world through different lenses um, instead of just one and giving them free time to explore, um, you know, where they're not always having to be with us, that they're not always having to do, like follow a schedule, do what we are expecting them to do. Like we have to remove ourselves from that, right? that, um, that position of authority of authority or, yeah, in their we, lives. We're not, we're not trying to be an authoritarian over our own children. Right. We want to free them, you know, to trust themselves. Like I said, they're already born with these passions and these gifts and these talents. We just have to give them help. guidance. We're yes, we're just guiding them. We're facilitators for their learning. We're just providing a safe environment and providing the resources that they need to develop these gifts and talents. Right. Right. So um, I guess that's pretty much it. We're wrapping up. I really want us to connect. So I want to hear from you guys. Like, what do you, how do you teach your kids self-validation and self-love? And uh, what are some things that you feel like you need support with so that we can um, speak on the topic or we can reach out and connect online Absolutely. And um, and to, to those who um, who are already on this path, you know, please also, you know, you guys reach out to us, too, um, especially if you're in the Atlanta area. I mean, we're always looking to expand our, our network um, of families who are on this uh, journey of uh, just raising up the next leaders and the next uh, influencers and creative thinkers and um, creators. I mean, yes. So link up with us and definitely leave feedback. Um, we are still, we're all journeying and trying to get better and trying to do what's right for, for our children, man, for, and in turn for the world, because that's what we're doing. Raising up other humans that are going to go out into the world and they're going to affect change in one way or another. And it'll either be for good or it'll be for bad, or maybe they'll just, Maybe they won't do anything, and that will be a sad thing also. So, Yes, thank you so much for spending time with us. We look forward to having you guys join us again next week. Yes. Peace out. Did you enjoy that episode? Feel free to leave us some feedback and let us know what you think. Subscribe and share the podcast. You can also follow us on social media. Just search The Pursuit of Happy Us. Show notes will be on our website at wearefreemans.com.